This podcast is brought to you by the Village of Bedford Park, your home for business. Over 450 businesses strong and growing with a safe, reliable Lake Michigan water supply. Visit VOBPBiz.com and bring your business home to the Village of Bedford Park. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now, the WBBM Noon Business Hour. It's 12.03 on Wednesday afternoon, February 8th. Good afternoon. Thanks for joining us. I'm Rob Hart. Internet search engines are increasingly turning to artificial intelligence to deliver results. We'll cover that in our next segment. Right now, though, it's Personal Finance Wednesday. And in this segment, we'll discuss couples and a family approach to money and investing. We're joined by Ed Jertsen, certified financial planner and founder of the Engage Wealth Group based in Chicago. Chicago, the website engagewealthgroup.com. Ed, thanks for joining us today. Now, in previous conversations and talking about families and couples and money, uh, we have talked about uh, getting everybody in on the act more or less as a, a learning tool via the family investment club concept. But in this case, it's about making sure that everybody is on the same page when it comes to not only their family's finances, but the money that will be passed down from one generation to the next. And Ed, that may involve having some really uncomfortable conversations. Yeah, and that's very important, Rob, is that each family dynamic is different. And so one of the things that we've done in the past is, you know, we offer to our clients to hold these intergenerational family meetings with the agenda basically dictated by the matriarch or patriarch. And so transparency is good. Having communication is good because the lack of it, the lack of communication and transparency creates a lot of anxiety, especially if you have kids who are looking out for older uh, parents. And we have a major demographic shift underway, as you point out, and that uh, the the amount of wealth that's going to be transferred from one generation to another is truly staggering. We're talking $30 trillion in wealth uh, being transferred from uh, older baby boomers as they shuffle off this mortal coil uh, to their children and grandchildren. And uh, that is like the next generation or the next frontier for financial planning. Well, you know, the philosophy of Engage Wealth when we're engaged with financial planning with our clients is we don't count inheritances, right? So, Individuals may have an idea of what their uh, parents would be worth or what some relatives are worth, and they may be thinking that money comes down and ultimately to them. But when we're doing the planning, we don't count that because ultimately we don't know what's going to happen with those funds. Because I can share with you some of our clients who are very frugal and have saved a lot of money over their lifetime, they have legitimate concerns over their children, and, and they didn't necessarily walk in their footsteps of being frugal. But ultimately, they may be giving some more money away. So anybody who's listening out there who's expecting a big inheritance from somebody, just just have a high degree of caution because expecting that money to come down. And if it doesn't, your plan may run awry just because that monies are no longer there or available what you thought. 
So this is simply a matter of also you also have to have a little self awareness about your your family dynamics, your financial dynamics, and that uh, sometimes uh, that can be an open and honest conversation. And other times, as you mentioned, as you point out, uh, some people may not be all that willing to share the details about what they have saved up because uh, they know someone in their family is just salivating at the prospect of receiving that money. Yeah, it's an excellent point, Rob, because transparency, like I mentioned, is all about the family dynamic. And so, again, these meetings that we run, we have general outlines where someone's like, hey, we just want to know estate planning 101. Who are the executors for your will, right? Agents for power of attorney, successor trustees. So that is like a good starting point to let the next generation know, hey, I have these documents. And then we bridge all the way to the clients where we're literally showing the next generation all the financials, where all the accounts are. And so, again, it's a, it's a personal approach. But, again, just having those conversations are very helpful and impactful. So it brings worry out of the equation. But most importantly, having giving an idea from one generation to the next in terms of what may be expected is also helpful. Just so, again, we don't have any either hurt feelings or financial plans gone awry because, again, inheritances didn't come down as expected. Ed Jertson, certified financial planner, founder of the Engage Wealth Group in Chicago. The website, engagewealthgroup.com. Your best stock option. This is the WBBM Noon Business Hour. The latest application of artificial intelligence involves Google and its search engine. We're joined by Jennifer Jolly, the Tech Life columnist for USA Today, based in San Francisco. Jennifer, thanks for joining us today. But before we talk about the uh, the, the latest entry into uh, the world of artificial intelligence and uh, melding AI and search engines, uh, let's talk about this uh, issue with Alphabet. Uh, they have, you know, the parent company of Google, they have their AI. AI application. It's called BARD. And uh, you talk about the pressure that comes with uh, providing a wrong answer. Uh, apparently, BARD, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was a rough draft, I guess. Uh, BARD uh, had the, the inaccurate information about an ad. And uh, as a result, Google's parent company lost yeah. more than $100 billion in market value. So uh, what's up with BARD? Uh, well, BARD was just unveiled uh, and one of the ads that is currently posted on Twitter is wrong. So, so this is one of those gender generative AIs. So you ask it a question. It's very similar to Microsoft Chat GPT. You ask it a question, it spits out an answer. So uh, this is what we're showing off in an ad. Google, this go into Twitter, look up Google, and it says. Um, it says, uh, what new discoveries from the James Webb Space Telescope can I tell my nine-year-old about? And in the answers, two of them are wrong, which many people pointed out on Twitter. So it's just so awkward to say, hey, world, here we are with this amazing new technology, the future of our company and the future of search, and have it be wrong. But this underscores the problem with AI and the problem with two of the world's biggest big tech companies in just a, a full-on smackdown over who's going to AI first and get it to consumers first and do it better. And then, and then, Jennifer, when it comes to it's too soon. Yeah, when it comes to the artificial intelligence and how it can be applied to a search engine, whether it's Google or Bing, what? 
makes it different? What makes the experience yeah. different? And also, as somebody who is kind of getting increasingly frustrated with Google searches and just the amount of garbage that gets uh, returned to you for any search query, uh, can the AI be used to clean that experience up? Not yet, but let's all hope that, you know, stop ads will be a service that we can have through AI one of these days. But the biggest differentiator between Microsoft ChatGPT version and Google Dard, both technologies, you type in a question, and then they spit out these kind of easy-to-digest human-sounding answers. ChatGPT, Microsoft's version, only has information up to 2021. BARD has recent events, the ability to include recent events. Uh, BARD, because it's alphabet, Google, will have access to a lot more data. And it's trained on a model that uh, one of their engineers just last year said was could, could be, he claimed it was sentient. So it could feel, learn, and grow. And tech and giant, Google itself and scientists widely dismiss that. But, you know, this is a really interesting kind of big tech smackdown. It's messy. I say grab the popcorn, watch these two fight it out, but do not trust it yet. Jennifer Jolly, Tech Life columnist for USA Today based in San Francisco. Thanks for joining us today. Coming up next, upgrading your TV in time for the big game. Temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake me when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door, in as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Lunch money for all generations. This is the WBBM Noon Business Hour. This is a popular time of the year for people to make an upgrade to their video and audio collection just in time for the Super Bowl. Let's get some help from Carl Prouty, the technologist at Apt Electronics in Glenview. Carl, thanks for joining us today. How many people go into the showroom on Milwaukee Avenue maybe the week before the Super Bowl or two weeks before the Super Bowl and just get the living room jumbotron you know it's a good a time as any to get that 70 or 80 or 90 inch tv absolutely yeah outside of black friday and cyber monday super bowl week or the week leading up to super bowl is one of the best times you can buy a tv or audio system throughout the year there's always great deals going on 
And then uh, it's not just the TV, though. You have to get the uh, the the audio, the sound bar to make sure that uh, uh, the sound from Glendale, Arizona, is pristine, like you're just sitting there in the stadium. And uh, also a lot of other stuff for the food you're making and the people you're having over. So, what are just some of the general purchases that people do make? You know, what are some of the deals to be had this week? Well, so TVs, for example, LG has their C2 series OLED TVs, which as far as picture quality goes, that's about as good as you're going to get for a more reasonable price. There's a 65-inch that's on sale for just under $1,700. So that's an excellent TV to watch sports on. Samsung has a 75-inch LED TV that's only $678. So that, if you're looking for a huge screen and you're not necessarily totally concerned about having the like a premier picture, that's a great way to go too because it still looks terrific and you get a ton of screen for a much lower price. It's uh, it's always interesting to me because uh, 15 years ago, actually now 16 years ago, when the Bears were in the Super Bowl, the one they lost uh, against uh, Indianapolis, uh, a friend of mine, his dad, got a 65-inch uh, HD TV in early 2007. And at the time, that seemed like a... Uh, uh, we, we called it Gigantovision. Like it was the biggest screen TV I had ever seen in my life. And now you go into an app or you go into a Costco, 65 inches, that's nothing. That's Yeah, that's like the average size now. You can get a 75-inch, <laughs> you can get an 86-inch. LG makes a 97-inch. So there's there's all sorts of stuff out there. And then uh, it's not just the TV. It's not just the sound bar. Do people actually go in and get stuff for the kitchen do they say you know what we're having a super bowl party uh my refrigerator is just not uh, big enough to uh, handle all the hors d'oeuvres and stuff that we're serving we need to get a new fridge is, is, is that a, a common upgrade item too uh we see yeah i mean fridges throughout the entire year those are always a popular thing we get a lot of air fryers a lot of people are, are going with air fryers now uh, because it's a healthier way to cook your food and still get that kind of crispy outside And Breville makes an awesome one. I have it myself, and I use it literally every day to cook in. But it's $3.49, and it's a great way to prepare snacks quickly and a lot of them at a time. So it's it's just a a cool product to have. I was going to say, air fryers are not only good for uh, Super Bowl party snacks, but if you have uh, young kids at home, uh, they also do a really good job of uh, warming up and crisping up uh, dino chicken nuggets, which is uh, <laughs> generally their, 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 their typical use outside of uh, Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, very quickly, though, that's, that's always like kind of the, where I'm on the fence when it comes to uh, upgrading to a massive new amazing TV is, yes, you're going to watch it for the Super Bowl, and you have the great picture you have the great sound but if you have little kids at home that 75 inch amazing starship enterprise view screen tv uh is going to be used for bluey uh every day out of the week (laughs) well which is which is a great card we were watching bluey this morning before i came to work so (laughs) but 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 take it from you uh bluey and uh, the games of keepy uppy will look uh, really amazing and a brand new tv if you buy it for the super bowl Yes, it will. And we've got some really good delivery deals, too. So if you order your TV uh, today, tomorrow, Friday, or Saturday before noon, we can actually deliver it and install it with a basic installation uh, on Saturday. So the installation costs are going to vary from $99 to $119 based on the size of the TV. But if you're in, and you're within 40 miles of the store here in, uh, in Glenview. But we've got, if you're in a rush and you need the TV for the Super Bowl, we can cover you. Carl Prouty, the technologist, Apt Electronics in Glenview. 
This is Chicago's news, traffic, and weather station, News Radio 105.9. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. Good afternoon. I'm Rob Hart. These are the top stories on News Radio WBBM. The investigation is underway following a police shooting in Chicago overnight. A miraculous rescue made in Turkey three days after a catastrophic earthquake. It's Personal Finance Wednesday. Your investments may suffer if you take a passive approach to them. And as the weather warms, building construction ramps up. We'll focus on the local construction market. WBBM Business, the markets are down. The Dow down 104 points. The NASDAQ is down 172. The S&P 500 is down 36. We have 40 degrees right now at O'Hare under partly sunny skies, going up to 45 today. It's 1231, topping our news at the half hour. A man is dead after a reported exchange of gunfire with police in the city's Irving Park neighborhood overnight. It happened just after three near a bar at Kedzie and Grace. This is Chicago Police Superintendent David Brown. Apparently he was inside the bar, maybe uh, asked to leave uh, and then came back wanted the gun outside. A security guard says the man pulled a gun on him outside the establishment leading to that 911 call. Rescuers from Turkey's neighbor state of Georgia have freed a woman from underneath the rubble in the city of Adiyaman. First clear and search operations with heavy machinery, then sniffer dog and hand tools. A trapped woman is pulled from the pulverized concrete rubble and transported on a stretcher to a nearby ambulance. Georgia's Interior Ministry says the young woman, who was conscious during the search operation, was transported to hospital. Rescue units are working round the clock, pulling more bodies from the rubble of thousands of buildings downed in Turkey and Syria, where the 7.8 magnitude earthquake struck. I'm Charles Duladesma. It's 12.32 as the noon business hour continues. Markets are in the red today. We're joined by Jim Welsh, macro strategist and portfolio manager at macrotides.com, based in San Diego. Jim, thanks for joining us today. Uh, Despite the fact that uh, trading uh, markets are lower uh, as of this afternoon, a couple of pieces I saw this week that suggested that uh, you have to basically – set your worries aside and actually embrace the market optimism and that uh, the S&P 500 is now above the uh, 200-day average and that uh, markets are going up uh, whether you believe they are or not. Well, (laughs) uh, I think the shift underlying that, the tailwind, if you will, for this rally can be kind of go back to last summer, Rob. Remember after the first two quarters in 2022 were negative, a lot of people jumped on the, oh my gosh, we're in a recession uh, or we will be very, very soon. And then what subsequently happened, the third and fourth quarter GDP was positive. I never thought there would be a recession in 2022. And we're seeing that rebound, that strength spill over into the first part of this year. So I think the sentiment you just cited is in part because, gee, look at job growth, ISM services. Um, I think if we look at the yield curve, uh, the leading economic indicators, Banks are increasing uh, and tightening lending standards. In my opinion, all those, Rob, add up to a a more uh, marked slowdown as we get towards next year. So near term, as we see more data supporting that the economy is doing okay, that should help support the market. But I think as we get into the second quarter, it's going to be a different story. The Atlanta Fed uh, GDP nowcast uh, has a gross domestic product uh, somewhere in the annualized 2% range. Uh, if 
if you want to look at the uh, current annualized rate of inflation, it's uh, in the 2% range, uh, just a tick over 2%. Uh, job growth is robust, and it seems like investors are uh, looking past the Fed and not taking their cues from it. Absolutely. I mean, again, what they're looking at is economic data showing that, oh, we're not really going to have a recession, or at worst, it will be a painless uh, recession, very, very, very shallow. I think that that thesis is going to get challenged uh, based on these very, very reliable, going back 50, 60 years, indicators regarding recession. So uh, in near term, uh, the market can continue to support and feed off of that. Uh, I think it gets challenged in the second quarter. So near term, uh, economic data is going to be helpful and continue to be helpful. But I think that's going to change in the second quarter and we'll get people to start to, hmm, maybe we are going to have a recession. And if you get a few more data points that aren't as, uh, as strong as we've seen lately, uh, or wait a second, maybe it won't be a, uh, you know, a soft landing. So that's what I think is coming uh, as we get deeper into the second quarter, Rob. But near term, the decent economic data is keeping earnings expectations high, and that's why the uh, the market is holding up and I think has the potential of making further gains in coming weeks. There's been a series of interest rate hikes since last March, and as you have pointed out and others have said on this program, uh, it's it's a, a, a tailing indicator and that it may take a while for the effect of that interest rate on the economy to actually uh, show up in the data. So where are what interest rate hike are we looking at right now? Uh, and and can additional hikes in the future, you know, the additional hikes last year and into this year, when will it begin to show up in the data? Well, again, I think what's sustaining the economy, uh, consumers came into last year and still in the first part of this year with a huge pile of savings left over from the pandemic. So that's sustaining and, if you will, pushing against the drag effect from higher interest rates. Social Security recipients, 66 million of them, just got an 8.7% pay increase. Wages are going up 5 to 7%. 26 states increased the minimum wage. So there's an infusion of income to consumers, which is why I think that lag effect is, in a sense, being delayed. Um, but ultimately, I do think uh, the reliable recession indicators are very you know, confidently saying we're going into a recession. So at a minimum, Rob, I think that means we, even if we avoid a recession, at some point in time, I think we're going to see a pretty meaningful slowdown. And that means earnings expectations have to be uh, you know, trimmed back. Jim Welsh, macro strategist and portfolio manager at MacroTides.com, based in San Diego. Thanks for joining us today. Coming up next in Personal Finance Wednesday, taking charge of your investments. It's 1237. The heat and frost insulators and Illinois regional insulation contractors want to remind you that fire stopping saves lives. If your commercial building, manufacturing, or industrial facility was recently under construction or rehabbed, you'll want to make sure your fireproofing is up to date. Certified and skilled insulation technicians will install fire stop systems that comply with national flame and temperature ratings. For a list of skilled Illinois insulation contractors, visit local17insulators.com. They say they'll get your big tax refund. Jackson Hewitt says your biggest tax refund guaranteed and a chance to double your tax refund. Thousands in weekly prizes during the double your refund sweepstakes. Your biggest refund times two, twice the money. So forget about them. File your taxes on the double at Jackson Hewitt today. No purchase necessary to enter or win. Open to U.S. residents 18 or older who file a 2022 federal tax return. Promotion ends 4223. Visit jacksonhewitt.com for rules. 
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's 12:38. Traffic and weather together on the eight, sponsored by Classic Draperies. And here's Neil Fiorito. Rob's on the WBBM traffic tip line at 855 780 Road. Not you, Rob. This is another Rob. Yeah, southbound DeSable Lakeshore Drive. Uh, you have a stalled vehicle in the left lane. Yeah, watch Salvo. for that. Watch for that on DuSable Lakeshore Drive, Rob. Appreciate that at Belbow. And then further south you go, you're going to hit delays at 57th on both sides. That's due to ongoing construction. A pretty big delay on Route 53 southbound from Palatine Road to Kirchhoff. Moving road work in the two left lanes. So Plum Grove is a good way to get yourself through Palatine this afternoon for right now. On the Eden's pretty heavy on the way out from the burn to pass North Avenue. 18 to get to Montrose, a 24-minute ride out to the airport. From the Metro Traffic Center, your next report, 1248, News Radio 1059, WBBM. Back here with the forecast for the rest of today. Some sunshine fading behind increasing clouds. A high today, 45. Tonight, cloudy with periods of rain from late evening on. Some of the rain will be heavy. There can be a thunderstorm later on, becoming breezy with a low of 37. Right now, we have 40 degrees at O'Hare, partly sunny skies. 39 degrees at Midway, partly sunny. 35 at the Lakefront Glenview, partly sunny. 42 top out at 45. Markets are lower today, but uh, not by much. The Dow down 141 points. NASDAQ down 197. S&P 500 is down 41. It's 1239. Cash, credit, debit, and totally free. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. It's Personal Finance Wednesday, and this afternoon we're focusing on taking a more active role in your investments. Let's get some direction from Shane Gornick, partner and certified financial planner, Forefront Financial Planning, based in Downers Grove, the website preparemyretirement.com. Shane, thank you for joining us today. And as someone who's been doing this for a long time as a financial planner, when you hear a client or a civilian say, you know what, I'm going to take a more active role in my investments, do you have the same feeling that a contractor does when you say, I'm going to like re- rehab my bathroom myself, I don't need a pro? <laughs> Uh, I, I do get that feeling a lot. There's certainly nothing wrong with taking some baby steps if you're comfortable and you've invested a lot of time and, uh, and education and in, in, in the steps that you're going to take. Uh, but that being said, strongly recommend, and especially in times like today where there's a lot of volatility uh, over the past year or so, uh, strongly recommend using uh, a financial advisor or some other financial professional uh, to really help uh, give you a better sense of what your options might look like, uh, especially if, uh, you know, trying to do things on your own. Sometimes you don't know what you don't know, and we don't want to see people get burned uh, going that route. The uh, market turnaround uh, since mid-December, the Santa, Cla- Santa Claus rally going into uh, January has uh, had a lot of people uh, kicking around the term FOMO, fear of missing out, and that uh, perhaps uh, this would be a good time if you want to uh, take a dip into those waters and try to be a little more active of an investor. Uh, this is as good a time as any to do it. Um, it. It can be a good time to do it. That That being said, with the volatility that we're dealing with, you know, this could keep going upward. It could keep going downward. 
what we recommend is if someone's going to look at getting back in to not try to do everything all at once. Uh, so like we talked about baby steps or even looking at what we call dollar cost averaging, where putting in some of your money in the market, a lot of our clients find that uh, that's a good way of taking advantage of when the market's doing well, you know, you're, you're benefiting there when the market's going down, you're buying things lower. Uh, but, um, you know, all things pass, uh, both good markets and bad markets, and uh, just we want to make sure people, people keep that in consideration. We have been talking about, especially on Monday afternoon, the Personal Finance Wednesday segment, talking about individual stocks or perhaps individual sectors. And if you start talking about the uh, rate of return on stock X or sector X, uh, nine times out of 10, at least when I've had these conversations with people, they say, you know, if you just put your money in an S&P index fund, you're going to outperform whatever stock you're talking about uh, nine times out of 10. So if you want to jump into that and then start playing the market individually within individual stocks or individual sectors, uh, how do you make sure that you're actually getting a rate of return above and beyond than just what you would get if you just shoved your money in an index fund and then went to the beach? <laughs> well, the beach does sure seem nice, even though the weather has warmed up a little. It's still pretty cold. Uh, that being said, when it comes to individual sectors or individual stocks, uh, highly recommend, unless you really are uh, educated in those sectors or in individual so individual stocks, uh, it's an entirely different level of knowledge that's required in order to do that. So we, we do recommend if you're going to do that, uh, use a financial advisor if you've done the appropriate research. Uh, of course, taking baby steps and, and looking at getting in there makes a lot of sense. Uh, but index funds can be a great way. Uh, to uh, achieve diversification. They're a popular way of achieving diversification. Uh, but uh, you're invested in 500 companies, like in the S&P 500, for example, you're invested in the 500 companies that are mostly considered to represent the U.S. stock market. Uh, that being said, if you and everyone else are invested in the same index fund, you're all invested in the same stuff. Uh, so exploring other things out there other than just the index fund maybe to your benefits, but we, we, we certainly encourage taking a look at that. Shane Gornick, partner and certified financial planner with Forefront Financial Planning in Downers Grove, the website preparemyretirement.com. Thank you for joining us this afternoon on this Personal Finance Wednesday, and join us at this time tomorrow for Technology Thursday, and still to come, a preview of construction in Chicago this year. Cashing in with conversation, the WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. The Chicago construction industry is expected to see a bit of a slowdown this year. Let's check in with Albie Galoon. Senior reporter, Crane Chicago Business. Albie, thanks for joining us today. And it sounds like it's the same story all over. Interest rates are higher, and as a result, uh, construction activity is slowing down, but not by a whole lot. Right. Hi, Rob. Um, yeah, it is uh, just another example, I think, of what's happening with the broader economy. You know, interest rates have um, made it harder for developers to get financing for their projects. And so that's, you know, that means they're doing, they're building fewer projects and that trickles down to the construction industry. So I'll give you some numbers. Last year, construction starts in the Chicago area rose 12% to $13.4 billion. Um, Dodge Data and Analytics, which is a, a research firm that tracks the industry, projects that construction starts will dip slightly this year to 13.3 billion. So, 
when you look at what's happened um, just over last year and all the kind of volatility that we've seen in the markets, that's not too bad. Now, there are a lot of different types of projects underway in the Chicago area, like the Obama Presidential Center or the O'Hare Expansion Project. But in general, uh, the buildings that are on the books, are these office buildings or residential buildings? Well, really, the big drivers over the last few years have been the apartment market, and that's been happening um, you know, there's been a lot of uh, multifamily construction in downtown Chicago, especially in the West Loop. So that's been a very hot market. And people see that when they're walking around looking up at cranes. There are a lot of them. And then another really hot sector is the warehouse market. There's been a lot of construction um, kind of out in the suburbs and the exurbs of these big industrial buildings um, driven by, you know, e-commerce and logistics firms expanding. So, you know, those markets are still pretty strong. I mean, there are a lot of projects that are still underway that got started a while ago, um, but there are going to be fewer of them as we as we move into the year. And will the uncertainty over the future of the office and how many days people are going to go into the office, will that eventually have an effect on the construction market in Chicago? Yeah, I'm glad you asked that because that is really a soft spot in the commercial real estate market in Chicago. And, you know, the office vacancy rate is very high. And a lot of that just has to do with this work from home trend that we're seeing and companies don't need as much space and, you know, developers, um, you know, they, they don't, you don't need to build as much space because demand is down. Um, You know, one interesting little side note though, is that, you know, we've got a lot of vacancy in, the loop in office uh, in office buildings. And so there is um, a push to by the city and developers to convert that space into residential space. And, you know, that will be an area that we'll probably see more activity going forward. Um, so, you know, that would be a good thing for construction companies that, um, that can do that. Albie Galoon, senior reporter, Crane Chicago Business. Thanks for joining us today. If you missed any part of the show, you can go to our stream. Just skip back to the time you want. There's a pause and rewind function that works both online and with the Odyssey app. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 